Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. It's a brand new episode of Flyers Daily and a little bit of the business of hockey got done the other day as a restricted free agent was signed, a couple signed, Cam York and our guest on this episode. It is Noah Cates. Congrats on the contract. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Feel pretty it. good to get it done? Yeah, for sure. Uh, really happy. Uh, I think both sides are happy and uh, just ready to get back to work and, um, you know, helping this team win some games. What's that stress like kind of as you're waiting to go through that process, knowing your deal's up, you're going to sign a new one, whether it's going to be a bridge deal, short, long, all of that stuff. I imagine, you know, you try and leave it to your agent, but it is a stressful huge moment. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, you know, the agent kind of takes over and, um, you know, it gives you, gives you some feedback and tells you what, what Philly's telling you. And um, obviously you kind of think, you know, what's best for you and, you know, what's safe or whatever, but, um, obviously, you kind of got to trust your game, and I like a two-year deal, and obviously super excited about it and, and ready to go. You had filed for arbitration. Um, you know, arbitration is one of those things that teams really try to avoid, especially with players they really like, as is the case with you, because you got to go into arbitration and point out warts. Um, mm-hmm. You didn't want to go to arbitration. I'm sure that's why you guys got a deal done, but um, you'll be arbitration eligible when this one's up. Uh, what went into your thinking for the two-year deal? Because I, I look at it, Katie, and I go, you know, we don't know how much the cap's going to rise when the escrow is paid back after this season. Is it more about, you know, just looking at the economics of the situation and seeing where everything goes with, with regards to hockey-related revenue? Yeah, for sure. Obviously, you know, the cap going up's a big thing. And uh, I think Philadelphia wanted me to be restricted uh, going into my next deal. So um, I think both sides kind of got a win there. And um, like I said, we're both really happy with, you know, where that number came to. And I'm excited for the next couple of years here. You know, it's been a bit of a whirlwind for you since you got out of college and joined the Flyers. You, you played those 15 games, you know, initially in your last collegiate season. And then last year you played all 82. Was there anything about playing 82 games in the NHL that you didn't expect, you know, after now that it's all said and done? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think the biggest thing with, you know, taking that step to the NHL and, and being a pro is, um, you know, away from the ice and, kind of the time off and the time away uh, when you're in school, when you're in college, you're, you're pretty busy with all that. But um, in the NHL, there's, you know, I think kind of say you're either super busy or you're super bored and, you know, kind of making the most of those days when you're off and you're pretty bored and, you know, trying to take care of yourself and, you know, do all the right things is kind of the biggest takeaway that I, I took from this year and being a pro and kind of preparing for all 82 games. That's, that's what you want to do. And obviously, you know, moving forward here, getting into the playoffs and, you know, playing some more, some more hockey there. What did it feel like after the 82? Because, you know, I went back and looked at your elite prospects page and, you know, it shows that you played like 45 games, maybe tops in a year. You probably played more than that all said and done, you know, growing up and everything. But after you get done all 82, was it, you know, and you can exhale on the season. Is it just, do you sleep for two days? What would you do right away? Yeah, um, obviously tried to hang out with the guys and, and have some fun and kind of wrap up the season. Some guys, you know, are moving on and you won't see them again for, for the next couple of years. But yeah, obviously you're pretty, pretty tired and banged up. And um, I think a big thing is kind of, you know, looking back on the year and obviously maybe a little bit later on in the summer, looking back and, you know, the pros and the cons, trying to get some video for, for some different things that I want to work on was, was big too. So, um, you know, obviously a lot of things to work on, but also some things to, you know, take another step with and, and, you know, try to have another big year, um, even bigger with, you know, some offensive numbers or, or whatever it may be. So definitely looking at some, some video and obviously face-offs is another big thing to, you know, take another step and really, really help this team 
uh, you know, take another step and, you know, get to where we want to be. One of the things that was cited early in training camp last year, several times through training camp and into the beginning of the season, was how you and your brother came into camp, the fitness level that you guys came in with. I imagine after the 82, you felt pretty good about how you came in. You know, going through that this past season, does that change your training at all this summer? Because as you go through NHL seasons, you realize, well, maybe I don't need as much muscle. I need more, you know, cardio or I need more explosiveness. Has that, has that changed your approach to this offseason at all? Uh, maybe a little bit, obviously, you know, playing 82 and, you know, trying to stay off the ice a little bit on earlier in the summer um, was kind of my focus. But obviously, you know, like you said, going into camp, feeling really good. I think that was a huge reason why, you know, got some eyes on me and got my name talked about was just kind of the physical level and, um, you know, where I was at with all the testing and being ready to go to play play big minutes or play center and play all 82 games. So obviously, you know, trying to stay off the ice a little bit earlier on in summer, but can't stay away from, you know, what I did last summer and all the work I put in. So I think right now after the 4th of July, July, usually you're, you're ramping it up and, you know, trying to skate as much as you can and, and really, really hitting it hard. So um, try to maybe take it a little bit easier before the 4th, but now it's, you know, right back to kind of the stuff I was doing last year and, you know, trying to take it even another step further to get, a little bit bigger and stronger and a little bit faster to, you know, take another stride in, in this training camp and in the season. So you started your progression and your ramp towards, you know, September at this point, you guys like kind of come to the town and get those captain skates together all in preparation for camp. What has it been like getting back on the ice for you that, you know, you said maybe you waited a little longer this summer. You weren't on the ice as much prior. Uh, did you miss it? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think that's a big part of it. You know, the yeah. mental side and, you know, itching to get back on the ice and, you know, trying to feel feel like, uh, you know, after 82 games and all the practices and all that, you maybe, you know, dread getting getting your gear on, putting your skates on and whatnot. So I think staying off the ice before the fourth has really, you know, fueled me this contract. Another big thing to, you know, feel me and really, really keep me hungry for, you know, the last couple of months here until we get out there. And, and then another, like I said, have another big year to, you know, prove prove I'm worth it and, you know, help this team out. How did you have you always approached off seasons? Um, you know, I, I talk about it known here all the time. I'm miserable in the off season because I like the rigidity of the schedule. It gives you know me some rigidity to my life, and I'm not even playing. So, but you know, the off season, I'm I'm always counting down the days to when the season is going to start again. But as a player, you have to have that time to you know recoup everything, your physical, mental, emotional, all that stuff. Are you a guy that? You get to a certain point, it's like you're counting down the days to get back, to get back with the boys, get back on the ice and get that structure back in. Yeah, for sure. I think once, you know, I start feeling good on the ice and, you know, at a level where I want to be at, I think right right about that is when, you know, I'm ready for the games. I'm ready for the grind. Um, I'm ready for that challenge to, you know, compete against the best players in the world. So once kind of, you know, start skating some more and get to that physical level where I feel like, you know, I'm ready to ready to play and ready to compete at my best. Uh, that's when, you know, I'm itching to play and itching to get back on the ice with the guys. You said that um, you left with some video and some stuff, you know, to work on. But what is really the focus? You mentioned face-offs. Um, that, I think that's something that is, you know, it's not just a sheer physical skill that you're born with, but it's something you can learn. But what, what other elements of your game are you, are you trying to really, you know, dial up a little sharper even this offseason? Is it about the release and, and that kind of stuff? Yeah, I think I think getting some shots off, you know, from whether it's awkward angles, awkward positions, you know, whether it's getting bumped, playing through traffic, making plays through traffic. Um, I think I saw that 
that at a high level this year. And um, I just think if I had, you know, some of those skills, some, some, you know, ability in traffic or some size that, you know, I could have maybe made some more plays or put some more pucks in the net. So definitely just a little area that's, you know, kind of hard to work on in the off season, but, you know, whether it's working on, you know, having guys, having guys sticks in me or on me and, and, uh, you know, getting some shots off from, you know, not the perfect pass, but uh, maybe it's a little bit behind you, a little bit in front of you. I think that'll help you, you know, with how quick this game is and how quickly everything happens in front of the net and, you know, putting away some garbage goals, some more of those. Scoring in the NHL um, is probably different than any level because you're facing the best goaltenders in the world, the best structure defensively and all that stuff. You got to go to certain areas and, you know, getting the shot off in the NHL may, may not be as, as as much as hard of a shot it is, but how quickly you get it off. Is it the speed of the release? Is that one of the things when it comes to scoring at this level that you look at and say, boy, it's different here because it, it is all about, you have no time. You got to get everything off quick, not only to prevent a stick from getting in there, but also to have any chance to beat some of these goalies while they're still moving. Yeah, for sure. And I think the best players in the world recognize, you know, when they have that space and when they can, you know, take an extra second to, you know, get a good release off or, you know, when they have no space and just firing a quick puck on that and still letting, still making it go in. So um, I think that recognition was something that I was trying to work on this past year, but um, yeah, like I said, another key focus for the summer and, you know, recognizing the time and space that I have or, or don't have and, um, you know, taking advantage of every, every opportunity. Cause you know, like you said, in, the, in these games, it's so tight that, you know, you might only get one or two and that might be the difference between a win or a loss. Uh, Katie, you know, you signed the contract and I, I always look at for players and, and yours, you know, you go through the collegiate ranks and you play four years in college and then you come to the Flyers and you sign this contract. And I always look at the situation that a player's in. I remember looking back on NFL teams and being like, if this player would have got drafted here, his career may have panned out, but he got drafted there and it didn't work out. A lot of times that has to do with the coach, but here at the Flyers, a lot of what's in front of you guys, the young guys, especially is opportunity. You got a ton of it last year. Nobody didn't, nobody wanted the chunk of to miss the entire season, but it did provide you opportunity. For sure. Um, obviously really excited to get back on the ice with him and learn from him. Um, but like you said, I think there's a young core that really thrived and grew from that opportunity last year. And I think um, some of us are trying to take another step this year and, you know, growing with that older core and the guys that have been around and just learning from them. So um, obviously I can ask for his opportunity in this game and in this business. So very thankful for what I got last year and, um, you know, having that set me up for another couple of years and just continue to grow and, um, you know, grow with, you know, whether it's the younger guys, the older guys on this team and this organization to, you know, get it to where we want to get it to be. Um, with Torch, you moved to center last year and, you know, being on the same page with your line mates is obviously very important. Being on the same page with the expectations of your coach, on the ice structurally, you know, did you just feel like you got more comfortable through the year in, in what was being, you were being asked to do and, and executing it and then get to the point of executing it without having to think? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think early on there was some, some thinking going on, um, you know, moving to center, like you said, some different responsibilities and uh, different looks from that. I was different that I was, that I was used to. So I think just kind of the, the D zone coverage and, you know, looking at different things. Um, obviously, early on, you're you're learning and whatnot. Then, as games go on, and you know, you're talking to the D, you're working with the D, you're getting used to kind of what they're doing. Um, got got to be pretty seamless, and you know, we worked on it a lot in practice. So, got to thank the coaches for 
you know, showing me and helping me out. So, um, yeah, obviously very happy with kind of how that progression went. And, um, you know, early on, I maybe needed a little bit of a leash because um, I was still learning and still kind of getting those looks in. But, um, you know, you kind of got to just be coachable in this game and learn quickly. I think that's a huge thing in the NHL. And um very thankful for the coaches for helping me out with that and um, just kind of being coach, coachable and, um, you know, getting through some of those growing pains early and, and quickly and um, moving on and having a good year. What was your reaction when you saw that you got Selkie votes? <laughs> yeah, pretty wild. Um, obviously, very, 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 very happy about those. And, um, you know, obviously, kind of got a shout out Scott Lott and um, Travis Connecting, some of these guys I was playing with and these guys that were helping me out because uh, if it weren't, wasn't for those guys, you know, giving me confidence uh, that I could do it or, you know, confidence and helping me out on the ice, it, it went to it went to happen. So I, I'm really, really thankful for those guys and kind of all the work they put into, you know, help me and talk to me and uh, whether it was calm me down, I think most of the time and, you know, tell me that I, that I deserve to be out there, that I, you know, deserve the minutes or whatever it was. Um, I think I really needed that from those older guys. So I'm really thankful for those guys. And um, yeah, looking for another big year, big year in that department too. So that's awesome. Pretty surreal, right? <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be awesome to be on the ice with Kuta guy who's won it. So just looking yeah. to learn from him and, and uh, you know, kind of grow with him, play with him a little bit. Uh, what's planned for the rest of the summer? I don't mean hockey-wise. Just uh, what are you going to do to chill? you golfing? you playing tennis? What What's going on out there? Yeah, a little bit of golf, a little bit of tennis. I uh, like, love the cabin, so I'll head up to my cabin uh, as much as I can, you know, these next couple couple weekends and, um, you know, try to turn the brain off before, you know, it's go, go, go with the season. So, think that's a big part of it like you said just kind of turn it off mentally and you know preparing for the grind of the season yeah it is a grind and it's not that far away so hey yeah. I, Noah congratulations on the contract um it's great to get that done uh, get the two-year deal and, and go from there and keep proving yourself in this league because you certainly done opened a lot of eyes hence that uh selkie uh, um getting those selkie votes appreciate the time enjoy the summer man we'll talk uh, in the fall when you get back great thanks so much <laughs>